0: So our show will now have music. <laughs> Just background? No, we're going to do, uh, we should do like a call-in DJ show, dun, basically. Dun, 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 dun,
1: dun, dun, dun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all Star Wars music all the time.
1: Oh, yeah, wacky, uh, wacky morning DJ. It is the, well, it's the morning for me. I know it's the afternoon for you guys, but, uh, but lunchtime, Apparently. lunchtime, wacky, wacky lunchtime DJ, that's a thing, isn't it? I don't know. I don't, I don't listen to the radio that much. It's got to be. It's got to be. I assume that's what Beats One is, just all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Boing. Wacky, wacky DJs. Isn't am I wrong? I, I don't know. I haven't listened to it in that six sounds months. so. That sounds so. That sounds a so very Apple. Uh, we listened to it on New Year's Eve, which was actually pretty good. Okay, so it actually seems like there are instances. This is the show, right? Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm the only one who. I was okay. the only one who wanted to start the show.
2: Okay, it's the show. Do it.
1: It just seems like that there are instances where beats one is actually kind of handy to have around, and two that have come up recently are our uh, New Year's Eve, which comes up every year. I don't know if you guys knew that um but you know we wanted something to listen to that was like a party thing and my party mix had been pretty played out so we put that on it was pretty it was all right it was pretty good uh and then the other thing that i understand from reading from other people on twitter that they relied it on it for was uh yesterday when uh it was announced that david bowie had passed away uh beats one started playing a bunch of bowie tunes, so you could just like flip over to that and get your bowie fix
2: yeah not not an apple music specific thing right like all the music services do those curated kind of playlist stations to tune into no i'm just saying
1: if you're in apple music and you're wondering what the heck you might ever use beats one for Mm, i see i think that there are i I believe the kids call that the zeitgeist
2: i'm not and i'm not
1: (laughs) (laughs) there are use cases for beats one
2: I've been thinking about going back to Apple Music now that it integrates with um, yeah.
1: Sonos. Yeah, the, you should um, get on that. Uh,
2: the uh, The motivation primarily is so that I can trigger... Like, there's times when the kids just want to hear a song, and I'm not connected to any speaker. I don't want to yank a phone out of my pocket to you know, launch the Rhapsody app and then find it or even launch the Sonos app. But to be able to just um, hit the home button and Siri it up and say, hey, play this song that my kids want to hear... Not those words. You get the idea. I think that could be yeah. useful, but I would only do that if it worked with Sonos, which it now, in theory, does, beta initially, Yeah. So I'm thinking about.
1: Actually, it. Uh, I've been using it, and it seems it seems quite good. I mean, it doesn't seem. I have not. Had, I've not run into. Actually, I don't know that I've run into any problems with Apple Music on Sonos at this point. So, and that's with a couple, at least a few weeks of use, because it came out like mid 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 December. So. All right. So there,
2: I'm thinking about. So like, I, I, like, and this is the way all these services get right. But I have some, uh, uh, I, I have some lock in a little bit with Rhapsody now because we built all our playlists there. And it's like, do yeah. I really want to take the time to recreate this incredible playlist? And like, will Apple Music know that we basically just want to listen to Hamilton all the time? I don't know if it'll know. And if it doesn't know, then what am I going to do?
0: <laughs> what are you going to do, Lex? That sounds that sounds hard.
2: Dan, I missed you by the way.
0: And did you? I missed you guys too,
2: and so thankfully you listened to the episode you were not on last week. With uh, I did, Dion I can't, Blay.
0: I can't claim that I paid attention, but I listened to it. <laughs> but uh,
2: literally, the only thing because
0: <laughs> you were panicking.
2: I've been using.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I was, on a, was, a was, a was on a plane. It was a yeah. because he was on a plane. It was going down. <laughs>
2: but the, these Skype calls are basically the only thing that I'm, I'm using my Mac for right now.
0: I heard, I heard you're an iPad Pro convert.
2: I'm I'm a big fan. All of a sudden, I was all not. All of a sudden. I didn't want
0: it. Yeah, I didn't want it. And you've got like, you've hey,
2: got
1: we'll full you. you've got full of the Yeah, you, you never want to go full Tichi, but I did. I know, but yeah, but sometimes you have to. Oh, and that's well, that's
0: fascinating to me because um, you know, I, I I have an iPad Air two that I bought this year, thinking I would use it for more productivity stuff, and I I don't end up using it. Um, so here's the thing: I, I noticed I took it on vacation with me as I was away for the last couple weeks, um, and I took oh, a my guy. my on YouTube. an island on an island <laughs> i've got to go
1: back uh
0: uh i've <laughs> dated reference two, from different, two different shows two which? different yeah. shows okay two different shows uh, uh and uh lost I yeah I, I brought my bluetooth keyboard and there was a day where i was like oh i've got to answer a few emails um and so i i used that and i found that typing on the on the bluetooth keyboard actually still kind of drives me nuts for some minor things hmm. Um, I don't know why this is, and I, you know what, I have to go back and test and see if it's a system wide thing or a particular app that I was using. But I have a lot of t- trouble with uh, dub- typing double letters. So, like, if you're typing a word that has two, you know, consecutive letters of the same, you know, so you're typing, uh, you know, the word B, B-E-E, I find that the the delay, um, it won't register always the second time I hit that that key. I don't know if it's my keyboard. I don't know if it's iOS. I don't know if it's the app I was in. But I would find that it would just miss it. Like, the, the key delay, for some reason, was too high. And, you know, Lex, you also type pretty quickly. I was wondering if you would ever run into something like that with your with your new iPad Pro.
2: So, initially, typing was garbage uh, with the third-party keyboard. You know, having the keyboard that connected with the little three... Dot connector. What do they call it? The smart connector. That's mm-hmm, the one. Yeah. Um. It typing was garbage. Like it could not keep up. I had very intentionally slow down a whole lot. Like from one hundred thirty words per minute to twenty, wow. and um. Then I was talking to several Apple people whom you both know, and well, a- Apple press people, and they were saying, oh, it's a software issue, and if you install the latest developer beta, it will be fixed. So I installed the latest public beta at the time, which did indeed fix the problem. So a software she was making typing really horrible and updating to a still not publicly released, you know, official released iOS thing for the uh, iPad Pro resolved all of my typing woes. And they were seriously woeful.
0: Yeah, well, I'm fascinated because I I was (laughs) definitely. I experienced the same thing where it was very slow. And I'm sitting there going, like, this is a really fast tablet and this is a Bluetooth connection. There should be no reason you can't keep up with my human typing fingers. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs)
2: Uh, But no, I mean, I will say it becomes. Uh, it's so easy to get greedy <laughs> just in life,
1: <laughs> but with technology, like, isn't that what this podcast, the theme of this podcast, <laughs> you're using, cause
2: you use the iPad. It's like, wow, this is amazing. It's like, wow, look at all this shit. They could be doing so much better. And there is so much they could be doing better. But at least once the typing issue got fixed, all the other problems that I see where they could improve paled in comparison, um, or, you know, now that it's fixed, they're, they're so minor that I, I'm not as stressed about them. But like when you're doing side-by-side apps, you instead of having you know your traditional application switcher, you do that swipe down from the top on the right side of your screen so that you can choose from the app chooser for apps that are compatible in side-by-side mode. You with me so far? Mm-hmm. So you've swiped yes. down so you can get those, but you can only do that on the right side. Mm. But you're thinking, I've got two windows here, and right? I've got two apps open. I want to swipe down to change the left app, and if you want to change the left no, app, it's a whole go back thing. To the home oh, you got yeah. yeah, to start Yeah, you just start over again. Well, it's,
0: it's because it, it is kind of a bolt-on, right? They're like, oh, people want multiple screens, but we'll, we'll come up with a way to do that. And yeah. you know, they came up with a way that is. You know, legitimate, but is also like limited. It was funny. I was having a conversation similarly with my girlfriend while we were traveling. I was showing her, like, you could swipe on the passbook things for our boarding passes from the home screen. I was like, oh, that's really convenient. And she's like, well, if you like, what if you want to swipe the other way? And like, if you're like left handed or something, I was like, (laughs) no. No, Get you can't Android do that. Phone. And I sort of sat there and was like, well, you know, I understand why that's not an option, but at the same time, it is kind of fun. I mean, it's not as big a deal as back when you had like left and right buttons on your mouse you needed to click. Yeah. But it is one of those things where I'm like, eh, well, I guess if you're left handed, some stuff might not be as convenient, but screw those people. Right.
2: Now, I did promise John, I have one bit of follow up that I would come back with a review of the Logitech logi create backlit keyboard case with smart connector for ipad pro do you have a skew
0: on that by the way first of all it's a
2: great name uh
1: skew man that takes me back
2: um but it's it's actually really good the the thing that it is least impressive with is how the ipad snaps into the case it doesn't fit like perfectly snugly it's a little bit you know, not loose, but it's, it's a little bit like hacked into there. Mm. But, you know, when the keyboard's open, it is rock solid stable. And that little smart connector magnet just holds it like bejesus. I don't know if that's a word that I can use, but it just holds it like super well. You're tapping on the screen. It doesn't move at all. Um, so I'm a fan. And the, t- the backlit keys are hip. It types really fast now that the software doesn't suck on yeah, the really. iOS side anymore. But it's great. I have no complaints about the keyboard. Zero.
0: That's good.
2: Ah, Full-size letters. Now. The issue I have is that I hit the top left button as escape to, like, dismiss auto-suggested things that I don't want, and that button is the home button. (laughs) So then I (laughs) go back to the home screen. But that is more of a Lex failing, I think, than a Logitech failing. It's
0: the first Lex problem. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, that's cool. I I really like the Bluetooth one, the Logitech. I think it's the K811, um, which I've had for some time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you want it, you want some more detail on okay. that? It's the Logitech K- Easy, Easy Bluetooth Easy Switch keyboard. I think.
1: Oh, the Easy Switch. Okay, so that's the one that you can easily oh, switch use between with using with yeah, your it's Mac got and three with three different
0: yeah. three different Bluetooth chips in it, which I love. Um, although I can never remember which one is which, so I end up <laughs> repairing it chips, about half the, the time. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I uh, that one's pretty good, and, and it kind of even. It doesn't, like, clip in. I have one of those origami cases that was designed for the Apple wireless keyboard, um, which I really like. Uh, and the Logitech doesn't, like, clip into it, but you can essentially use it as, like, a a folder for carrying that around slash stand. So I would I recommend it on that basis. Um, yeah, so there you go. But, Lex, I seized upon something that you said about unreleased oh, Jesus. iOS. <laughs> i be sorry as... now. Yeah, you're going to regret this. Did you right, guys see down. did you guys see Apple's posting for iOS nine yeah. point three? It is coming boy. soon.
1: Yeah, over overachiever much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it,
1: it does seem like get, an unit. Get unusual over yourself
0: nine point three
2: stuff. Hey, look for at me.
0: A dot release. <laughs> well, and so I was thinking, and I'm trying to bring this up in the history of uh iOS releases. I'm trying to remember the last time there was a point three release. I think it might have been four. IOS four. Um, they don't go that far, usually. Um, I guess there was an 8.4. Okay, so that must have been the more reasonable. But, like, for a while there, they get, like, 0. 0.1, 0. 0.2, and they'd be like, nah, now we're ready for a new yeah, big release. Yeah, ready for the next one. Uh, but we it should seems start, like in we, the last...
1: We're halfway through the year. We should start working on the next version.
0: Right. I mean, I don't think there has ever been a 0. 0.5 release in the history of iOS, you know, which, I don't know. I think back to, like, you know, OS ten and... You know there was, or I guess, I guess even oh, a classic Mac OS. You had like eight point five, seven point five, or like big releases that were mm-hmm. like interim releases. Yeah, um, but I guess that's well, they used to. I mean, when they're coming out every year, it's hard to they get just to that, that point. number. I mean, it's a matter of numbering, too. yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. What's crazy to me. Is how Apple prioritizes features versus how I think users will, and I guess it's all guesswork. But you know, it's the same feeling I used to get when you would see trailers for really bad movies, and you're like, didn't anybody tell them like nobody's going to want to see this movie at any point during the process? But Apple's like, here's nine point three, which is really exciting. First of all, night shift. Okay, I think night shift is cool, and we can talk about that. Then, secondly, you can lock some of your notes by Touch ID, and it's like, really, I don't give a shit. Like, I've already unlocked my phone with that, and like that's of all the things they have coming, they think that touch id and improvements to news are number two and three on what they should prioritize telling us about when there's so much in there i don't know i thought it was funny
0: it is a little interesting what they what they do focus on news is a thing where they clearly are like uh this isn't doing as well as we'd like (laughs) yeah right right.
2: here's take two
0: we have to Um, remind people that news is there i will say that the health the sort of subtly the health thing, if you look at the screenshots there, I feel like those graphs look better than they did before. Um, the, the steps thing in particular is like a bar chart now instead of a line chart, which I always found really annoying to read. Um, oh, yeah. So that's like a little trick. The, but the the cool stuff, which is all buried deep in, is all the education stuff, I think. Um, right. Like the which has the multi-user stuff, which is kind of cool. And I think someone posted somewhere that there's now uh, – very exciting you'll be your iBooks library will live in the cloud which is nice for pdfs because now like there's this weird thing where i don't know iBooks is such a weird such a weird app um but in ios 9 you can create pdfs from like essentially like print to pdf but instead it saves it to iBooks but once you get it in iBooks it's really hard to get it anywhere else because there's no all those like standard Uh, I, I don't think iBooks has a standard share sheet, so you can't easily like send that PDF to someone else, which kind of negates the utility of it.
2: I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you there because I literally used iBooks today to send a PDF to somebody. What? There's (laughs) a little share, but when you're on a PDF in iBooks, you can hit the little share thing and it's like, Hey, do you want to email it or do one other thing? I don't remember. I think it's print.
0: You're right. I think it's print.
2: (laughs) And so I emailed a PDF just today. So guys, Dan's a fucking liar. All right. I'm a liar.
0: It's true. But, gotta, yes. gotta but you, you got to write have... that down for the show notes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I, guess, I guess my point was it doesn't have access to any of the third-party – like, they, they ah, standardized yes. the share sheet in, like, every place else except for this in mail, which has the really peculiar – like, I don't know, mail is weird. Um, it's
2: super annoying with mail, actually. I had a – this is such a Lex-specific problem, but just in case it can affect any <laughs> of our listeners, um, I use a plug-in for Gmail. Called reportive because I use Gmail as my email client and reportive on, you know, your web browser of choice shows you, contact information or other information about the person who's emailed you. So for me, if I'm in sales and I have a sales team where I have to allocate inbound leads based on where people are based, it's useful for me to know where this stranger who has emailed me is located in the country or world and report of which LinkedIn now owns. will show you if they have a LinkedIn account that's linked to the same email address, they're emailing from like, Oh, here's this person and they're in Pennsylvania and that's helpful for me. I've been working from the iPad pro and there is no direct equivalent. So I was thinking through how to do this. I ended up using the app workflow to create a thing where I can highlight the person's email address and then tap a button and it'll do a search in LinkedIn in Safari so that I can see if I can find the person's location that way. But I wanted to tie it to, you know, a share sheet action. But since mail doesn't have one on iOS, I had to make it one of the, uh, today in notification center Mm. widget things instead, which is fine. It's just, it's it's again it's one of those things. Where it's like boy, this could be better, and it's not yet. <laughs> but, it,
0: <laughs> uh, but the the thing that really interests me from the classroom features was the shared iPad idea. So the idea being basically being if you have a bunch of iOS devices to hand out to students uh, that you could they could each log in and have their own particular settings and and what have you, which is you know obviously something we've had on the Mac for very very long time.
2: Well, this uh, is even cooler than than on the Mac, right? Because yeah, it's it sounds different. like it's it's you can log into any iPad in the classroom with your ID and it'll be set up for you.
0: Right. Right. So it's it's like so it's, then it's it downloads it's all your apps. directory type thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it also installs all the apps that you need.
0: Well, and so that's the point. You know, I saw Fraser Spears, obviously, who is is super smart about this education stuff, pointed out that like that also vastly limits, depending on the size of your iPad, how many students you can have with a profile at any given time. Yes, certainly, because uh, it takes up a lot of space. I was thinking it would be really the the sad thing about it. For you know, the when I'm reading about it is that it's it seems to be limited to the iPad, uh, which is definitely the most common. But I know, for example, my cousin is an a, uh, elementary school librarian. And she had a lot of her kids using iPod Touches to, like, make little movies and do voice recordings and stuff oh, wow. like that because uh, it was just as – it was, like, cheaper than – buy. remember those old, like, uh, flip cameras and stuff like that? You know, mm-hmm. it was sort of like she, she, you know, I think got a budget approval to buy those because, like, oh, it's basically, you know, a camera, but it's got all these other abilities. Yeah. But it sounds like, you know, the iPod Touch itself has already kind of languished, um, but it seems yeah. like this won't be possible with that, which is kind of a bummer. <sighs>
2: It does sound to me like it's, they're doing, they keep referring to the smart caching that they're doing with the multi-user stuff on mm-hmm. the iPad. So I, th- you know, is yeah. right to be concerned, like, are these apps going to need a lot of space? But let's say they have, you know, GarageBand and iMovie, great educational apps. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. you know, it's I mean, not going to download. Well. No, I, I wasn't even being sarcastic. I laughed, but it's true. Um, <laughs> But I'm saying, like, it's not going to download those for each user, right? I think it'll instantly show you all of your apps, whether they're all on the iPad or not. But it only needs to have one copy of GarageBand. Right, right.
0: Yeah, because it can can just – because we know from experience with, like, iCloud Backup, it can separate the app from the data yeah then you're, you you yeah. should be totally fine as far as that goes as long as people are using roughly the same apps but you, you also think about like well what if, what if they're taking a bunch of pictures for example or videos like that does get starts to get hefty and you can't do oh okay these those. kids in the sexting mm-hmm. yeah you can't stop them but here is my question for you guys
2: <laughs> can't beat them join them
1: <laughs> no do not under any circumstances join them <laughs>
0: Uh, Just what's, to be your, clear. what's your question for us i'm guys. gonna bring you guys back to the rails over here uh, <laughs> good luck the third, the rail, third rail please <laughs>
2: <laughs> i said it with you that's horrible okay
1: continue
0: uh do you think that this is a harbinger of something that will be available more widely because it's definitely a feature that's been talked about in terms of like well you share an ipad let's say with everybody in your family wouldn't you like the ability to have separate profiles so that you know when your kids use it or when you use it or when you're partner uses it like it, it has all your stuff on it you think this is going to make uh, its way to like you know the general consumer use or do you think this is strictly intended for educational use? well it seems like they i mean they could it could have been
1: in there all along really and <laughs> it's been kind in there all like, along the of, like the reason, <laughs> that's right the calls are coming from inside the house um it the reason it wasn't in was because they wanted to sell you an extra ipad instead instead of you using <laughs> one ipad for the whole family no 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 you should get one for everybody in the house because don't you love everybody in the house um not even this is the way you Here's show your love is by buying them on each an ipad now that does not necessarily seem like it's working so well right now
0: yeah.
1: um so i don't know maybe they maybe they changed their thinking about it but th- but this also seems like slightly more complicated than like a general you know like a home for a home scenario to- doesn't it seem like that to you because the way the android devices work for multi-user is a little bit more straightforward it's more like the mac whereas like where all the all the apps are already on there and you just you know you just have different user accounts and right. you know if you're a, like for instance a parent setting up uh, a child on an android device you can pick and choose which apps they get access to
0: right yeah i i mean i just i figured it might be handy to ha- offer that ability for kids. like like you said the the whole selling them extra ipads doesn't seem to really be working so yeah. so maybe this is a way to get more engagement with your current ipad and then and then eventually when your kids are using your ipad and they're like this ipad is terrible then you just go out and buy a new one <laughs> yeah
2: but can you do that this ipad is terrible voice one more time
0: this ipad is terrible <laughs> it sounded a little
1: more is that a, than south, that one. Sorry. is that a south park character is, <laughs> is there a, like someone on south park that complains about ipads i uh, you know what <laughs> i couldn't tell you that's why i'm asking that's i will knows.
0: not tell you that seems okay. like uh anything any other things that you're interested in ios 9.3 it seems pretty Cool. Well,
1: so then the night the night thing, the night vision goggles. Um. <laughs> right. So the the,
2: <laughs> the Sherlocking of Flux, which Allow, of course makes sense. It has to be yeah. built in.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. What are you going to do? Did he ever right. use Flux?
2: I use it on the Mac. I never used it on iOS.
0: Yeah. I know. It seemed like it was kind of, ha- didn't it? It was like he provided it as like an Xcode project. You could sort of build yourself, I think. Yes. To, I believe To make right. an end run around, you know, distributing it in the store, which he wasn't going to be allowed to do.
2: And the idea of the app, for those who don't know, is that it, you know, they say that uh, certain blue lights that shine into your retinas, like from iOS screens or other devices, can... Uh, make it harder for you to sleep at night. I haven't had any trouble falling asleep in like the past five years. <laughs> Children have Lex, solved that problem.
1: Lex sleeps like a baby.
2: I do. I shit myself. But the, yes, um, right. <laughs> but, but, uh, so the idea is that, you know, the, the, that app flux and now iOS 9.3 can remove, I guess, go warmer with the lights, which is counterintuitive, so that the colors on your screen are less likely to have that effect on your body's internal clock or something. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a scientist.
0: Yeah, I haven't, no I haven't really noticed this to be a problem for me either. Though I also try to avoid, you know, using my iPad or my iPhone right before going to bed. Um, oh, that's that's when I mostly use it because <laughs> I read. I like that or read explains books, your sleep a, John.
1: Yeah. Well, no, no. Again, children explain my sleep derangement. <laughs> So uh, can we back up to that f- flux thing? No, yeah, um, please, fuck you. So you're saying you're saying So you're saying he distributed it as a an Xcode project that you then build yourself and install on your own iOS device. Right, because
2: yeah. it works system wide yeah.
1: on an iOS device. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Well, it's, it's, so you'd have to have, but you'd have to have a developer account that's correct yes, to you, so. to, you, to install it right yes yeah okay well, that's, so that's pretty
2: cool I, I think it's clever that they're building it in. and frankly i'm excited i'm I'm such a teachy now but teachy posted i haven't tried a 9.3 yet because i use i don't use the developer betas i use the public betas and but he reports that the uh, app chooser on the ipad pro or i guess on all the ipads that do the side-by-side apps is much faster now uh and i appreciate that so <laughs> there you go interesting yeah
1: so anyway yeah so i'm looking forward to the night the night thing because like i said
2: that's when you use your ipad
1: that's when i use my ipad
2: all the comic books have been watched all the comic books have been read all the movies have been watched and finally john's ready to use (laughs) the iPad.
1: finally no 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 that's what i use the ipad for oh i see
2: got it well good for. i'll
1: just okay look i'll just periscope it (laughs) that's
2: that's all we ask yeah so what else is going on in the technology world
0: uh i did see and this may be of more interest to lex than john because john is a heathen uh that that amazon may be building a smaller portable heathen. echo version
2: thing. yes i oh. did see that
0: like a phone <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong <laughs> they've got all,
1: they've got all those old <laughs> units sitting around
0: <laughs> they're just going to slap a stencil on just it that repurpose. says echo and it just yeah, this is now an echo out. yeah uh, i'm i'm interested in this project just because i'm curious to see exactly what it entails but there are there are things about it that i find both good and bad good things include it's got a battery so it's rechargeable rather than being you know forced to be tethered to a power outlet which is great, um, but the downside is because of that, it doesn't have. It can't always listen. You need to like, the, or at least this. This is all based, I should say, on a Wall Street Journal report. So none of this is is final. That rag. That yeah, yeah. totally untrustworthy. Yeah. Um, but you would need to, in theory, press a button to use the, uh, Alexa features, which to me is kind of a bummer. Cause the, one of the nice things about the echo is that it's, it's always on and you don't have to walk over to it. If it's three rooms away, you can still just yell at it at the top of your lungs. So, uh, but I'm interested in this for a couple reasons. I'm also really curious yeah. to know if they expect this to be portable, how given that it requires an internet connection, how portable are they thinking? Are they thinking something you use around your house? Like you just move it from room to room or are they thinking something <laughs> that you actively like take with you to other places not a lanyard? <laughs> it's, all, it's also <laughs> worth
2: mentioning, though, like the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus can use uh-huh. a Hoy assistant to <laughs> trigger them even yes. when they're on battery power. Correct. And that's they're saying they can't do.
0: Supposedly because of a aren't they using the co the motion coprocessor or something? They're using something clever to do that. Right but I, not I, just, require I was hoping heavy that Amazon battery battery would charge. also be clever, right I was also hoping Amazon would be clever, but we should have known better what honestly you i
2: what i real and Amazon says that it's going to be and maybe they are already even started it, but that they're going to be licensing Alexa technology to other providers and maybe there's some companies using, I don't remember, but like I just want Ford, all my Sonos speakers to be triggered by Alexa because once you've started and paused the music and change the volume with your voice, using any other device to do it is much less convenient. We have both a Sonos speaker. This house that I live in now has is wired for sound, right? So I got a Sonos receiver that plugs to all the speakers in all the different rooms. So when you're in the kitchen, you can use the Sonos app and play music and you can hear it wherever you want. But We still almost always use the Alexa, which is always in the kitchen, because that one you can just say, hey, play this song, and it does, and that's super convenient. Like, super convenient.
1: Super squeaky convenient?
2: Uh, The electrician is here right now,
1: so... (laughs) Is he fixing your Sonos? (laughs) He's he's installing some light (laughs) fixtures. He's installing Apple Music on his Sonos.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: so you uh but dan are you, are you do you think that you would get this device because to me once you have to trigger it by pushing a button that's that's not a that's not an echo to me
0: i, I will tell you the the one use case i found for that i i thought about was just this morning uh the shower yeah it was the shower and it was i i i have a battery powered but, like uh radio you know that that's okay that thing must
2: chew through batteries
0: someone read my six colors book, i guess <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting that. <laughs> uh, yes, it does. It does go eat three double A batteries at a prodigious rate, which is amazing, given that it's not on most of the time. Uh, and so, you know, having a rechargeable speaker in there that was actually capable of doing other things would be great, except for the fact that I don't want to have to actually press the button when I'm in the shower because that seems really inconvenient. Um, uh, yeah, but if I could ask it for like a weather, you know, weather forecast <laughs> or like what's on my calendar, you Get know, in the morning, uh, yeah, that's a feature, John.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one other thing while we're talking about Alexa is that I'm just triggering people's speakers everywhere. Uh, I really wish it could do better with reminders. If you set a reminder with Alexa, it just simply puts it on a to-do list. Um, yeah. so you can say, Hey, remind me to do this at this time. And it's like, okay, I put it on your to-do list, but it has the concept of alarms. It knows what time it is. Why it can't sound something at that time is beyond me.
0: Yeah, that's that's weird. I also think that its its support for lists is unfortunately kind of lacking. I don't know if you've used the if t- 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 if t- <laughs> uh, l- I, I try to have it copy my the to-do list to my reminders list on my phone, it works very intermittently for me. <laughs> I also tried to do the same thing with a shopping list. It barely works. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's unfortunate because then it's just all stuck in, like, the the Alexa app, and I'm never going to open that to check my to-do list. So that is that ends up being a feature I rarely use. But, yes, the reminders thing, because it can set alarms and, and timers, yeah, I agree. It should be able to figure that out. But, no, well, there's room for improvement, and they do continue to improve it. Now you can play Jeopardy with your Echo <laughs> that's all i got yes. okay wow yeah
2: okay yeah when they add those third-party apps i almost always ignore them
0: <laughs> there are some clever ones in there but yeah a lot of them are kind of just novelty bags.
2: i saw that there are some recipes to, that i could use to like change the nest thermostat <laughs> and i just couldn't come up with any reason why i would ever want
0: to do that like
2: <laughs> didn't you say
0: recently that you want you aren't you like equipping your whole house with nest thermostats there Did are some nest, nest thermostats
2: week? in the house yes but i'm just saying like they they're supposed to know what temperature they have. Alexa, is it's be. getting
0: hot in here.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. And then was well, like that's just you, Lex. That's
1: when you happening. get hot flashes, Lex, it'll be important.
2: <laughs> Alexa fan now. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, John, we've contributed. What are you contributing? What's what's
1: going uh, on for you? Now? I don't know. I hate to give I hate to give a free ad to, to Paul. Let's do it. No, let's not. Okay, let's, let's see. That's oh, fine. see now. See, I am I. Do I have to be the tiebreaker? <laughs> uh, so you, you and you guys are going to have to explain this thing to me because I still don't quite understand. <laughs> it's a good thing.
0: It. It's a good thing you're pipping a product. I, you I don't think understand. I, I, think I, got, I
1: think I got it now. I think I got it. But uh, our <laughs> good pals at Rogue Amoeba have a new app called Loopback um, for the Mac that allows you to route audio within your Mac to different, uh, from different sources to different uh, applications. So. Ooh, I think Lex, you had the example of, or no, Dan, uh, the, um, the pundit showdown where you wanted to be, they wanted to be able to route wacky noises to Skype so that everybody who was doing the pundit showdown could hear the boing, boing, you know, all the, whatever the heck they yeah. yeah, the, the ones that, <laughs> that Phil uses to um, make the show so
0: great that everybody loves. Um, so, you know. It's it's one of those tools it, they, that has, I think it has a lot of uses, but a lot of the uses are kind of niche uses. Yeah. But if you are in that niche, it is super helpful. And and as I think Lex pointed out before we were talking about this, there has existed for many years an app called Soundflower, which is an open source, I believe, free app. It does much the same thing, but it's annoying to use and it's often very glitchy. And so Rogue Amoebia, um, Rogue Amoebia, Amoebia. That, that, that's them. <laughs> I think that's they the also least we can do. It. Since we yeah. don't want
1: to, yeah, since we don't want to give Paul too much. Um, yeah, we're just going to pre-advertise it. <laughs> we, just, we, should, we should mispronounce everything. Rouge Amoebia. Oh, uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, <laughs> Rouge. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like that. Rouge
0: amoeba. Right uh, is, um, you know, obviously does a lot of audio work. And so this hopefully comes with their, their seal of approval. And thus. I would hope so since they're selling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. There's
1: some app. Where, you, know, you can pay us if you want, whatever. It's not like we're in the business
0: of making <laughs> software.
2: It's, it's pretty cool. Like it's, and it's, it's very well done. And seemingly, it seemingly takes a lot of cues from how they thought about uh, Audio Hijack and yeah which is also really well done and it's just it's super clever i'm very impressed with it they really they did it up because i soundflower was i i used maybe twice in my life because i found it so annoying and painful to use um and this is definitely uh you know you have to you have to have some need for routing audio between apps. But it was the kind of thing where as soon as I saw it, I was like, yes, this makes total sense. And then I launched the app. And i like, yes, this makes total sense. The funny thing was I got the email from Paul about the app. Uh, and I read it on my iPad Pro. And I was like, man, I could really use that on iOS. <laughs> but yeah, you can't, can't do time. it.
1: Can't be done, right?
2: Yeah. Another time.
1: Yeah. Someday. Probably Give not. Give it time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, will, I have tapped my Mac screen probably every time I've used it since... Uh, switching to the ipad pro most of the time so is that yeah.
0: is that some sort of disorder that you have it is it's, it's called dis- being it's, an idiot it's
1: definitely a disorder it's like once you start using an ipad with a keyboard uh it becomes a thing that you end up doing yes uh so so do you uh,
0: let me let me ask you this <laughs> then let me let me riddle, riddle me this riddle. Uh, <laughs> um would so how do you feel about you know we every once in a while the rumor of a touchscreen mac comes up would that be something that interests you or are you like now so firmly in the iPad camp? It's like, I, wh- why would I even want that?
2: I'm sure that they will never put out a touchscreen Mac.
0: Oh, you're sure? I'm sure. The iPad I Pro think we is should add the this to our list of bets. Mac, wow, yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's pretty ironclad there. So I, I feel like I, well, I, I, I don't know that, that Lex is wrong. Of course, but there's, no way, there's no way for me to win money on never. but <laughs> you, can't just, you can't just make a touchscreen Mac. That's the thing. Right. You the can't, text can't text just walk in tiny. here and... Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> yeah. The,
1: the, the PC people are not just going to... Um, uh, because, I mean, you know, try and try and tap the close button on a Safari window.
0: <laughs> I just did it.
1: It didn't yeah. close. It Nothing happened, right? Yeah. Well, but try and do that as opposed to getting the... You know, try and get the red one as opposed to getting the yellow one. The, the touch points are too small. You can't just... Mm. And that's one of the main criticisms of Windows... Having done this, is that they didn't really. I mean, there should have been two mo- two completely distinct modes for touch, and I think Windows Ten is a little bit more like that, but it's still not exactly completely separate. So, you know, if they're going to do it, then basically what's going to happen is that it'll go into some other mode where it's basically OS Ten. <laughs> I mean, where it's where OS Ten becomes iOS.
2: Yeah. So the reason I feel confident saying they're never going to do it is because exactly what you said. The tap time is too tiny. It's There's so yeah. many new problems. So I'm like, no, we've already solved that. We have this great device right. that can handle right. all these things. Right.
1: Okay.
0: But Dan says no. I, I don't say no. I'm just interested. I, I am not so sure of these things. But I think you're – let me put it this way. There is no problem that exists that they could not solve if they wanted to that's fair yes was, but they like, have
1: to they have to solve that problem first and if well, you think they, about
0: they have to, solving that problem is not hard when you have resolution independent stuff you could scale it like you could make those tap targets larger that's not hard it's just a question of whether or not that's worthwhile right like mm-hmm. that's not a hard problem to solve it's not the way the thing works right now but they've set up the system they've set up the software in such a way that it's not difficult well, it's, probably to do it it's might, just a question yeah, well, of why why would you do that it might look like crap too Well, I mean, it might, but, you know, that's fixable as well. Like, you know, we're just talking about (laughs) scalable pixels on a screen. Yeah. I, I, what it's I not like there's is, a physical button they have to make. I bet there's so many
1: people, so many people at Apple who are glad that Dan does not run software. I'm not the, saying
0: I <laughs> think they should do it. I'm saying it's not a difficult. Like <laughs> if they felt like they could make money off that and that was a product they want to put out, they could do it. There's nothing sure. preventing them no, from doing absolutely that. Absolutely,
2: Apple could, but I, I th- <laughs> my uh, my conviction today is that they would not, uh, and that they think the iPad Pro solves the problem or the iPad in general solves the problem. And if you think about it, like I don't, th- I. Can't can't imagine that apple would say hey we're going to add touch features to the mac but only to certain macs and i feel like once you had it on your macbook you'd want it to work on your imac and it doesn't make sense on the bigger stand you know it doesn't make sense on any of their desktop computers right it only makes sense on it a makes, laptop it, it makes no system- sense on the mac mini right which doesn't even
0: have a screen i mean think about how hard that would be
2: wow <laughs> you're blowing my mind
0: right now
1: <laughs> yeah how would you do that like through uh remote access that would be a <laughs> Very serious <carefully>. problem <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: You don't want to, you just buy a touch television and hook it up to your TV. Obviously, like, obviously. holding your holding your trembling finger over the, <laughs> over uh, the screen. Yeah, that's a, it's a really good arm workout though. So there's that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, All right. So well, Lex, it, right? you can send your Mac to me if you're not using it anymore. Uh, well, I need it for
2: skyping, and you
0: have their Skype on iOS, dude.
2: But I don't want to record my audio. Too. Oh well,
0: now you're screwed. Yeah.
2: And I want to use a good microphone. It's a whole thing. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, I, I really like it. There are times when uh, it's like, you know what? This is not the most convenient way to get this thing done. But it's just so pleasant to work on that I'm leaving it. Like the, the battery life is obviously crazy. And um, like my MacBook Pro is really good at dying in the sense of its battery. Like if you're using it and you're using it heavily and doing a lot of stuff at once, the battery is ready to die. But like I can use the, MacBook, the iPad Pro all day and do a whole work day on it. Usually by the end of the workday, I'm getting nervous because it'll get into the single digits, but I can push it for an entire workday. I am hmm.
0: I'm impressed by that. I, having having been traveling for the last week and using my phone very heavily because it was the only thing I was really – I brought an iPad, but I didn't really use it that much. Um, my phone battery, by the end of the day, just like every day was riding like right up to that. I would get to the point where it's like, all right, I'm going to switch it over to low power mode at like 9%. Right. Um, I would try to recharge from like a little backup battery that I carried around with me, but that's not always the most convenient thing to do. But I really felt like, you know, when I'm using the phone all day, that battery life just does not hold up for right. me on the success. And it's, it's
2: right. But that's, it's very different, right? One, yeah. because it's constantly looking for different networks, both cellular and Wi-Fi. Yep. And two, it's also it's, a much it's smaller a much battery. Smaller.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's obviously, um, that the, I mean, the iPad pro is like what, like, like 97% battery
2: yeah as is this podcast
0: (laughs) i was gonna say
1: fumes um (laughs) did you happen to um take your
0: iphone underwater (laughs) why would i do that uh to take pictures underwater i did not because i have no way of doing that without ruining my iphone Okay. Oh, just, I the think there are there are cases that you can there get are there. are cases. I did not yeah. invest in one of those for this particular trip.
1: <laughs> it's not an iPhone 7, as I just said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used just to...
0: wait next year. You should have yeah, next year. I heard year you guys talking about the the waterproof thing, and I, I, I actually do think that it will be something that we see in the next one or two iPhone models is my guess.
2: I agree. I agree.
0: Uh, I, next one or two. They're so close to it right now, like <laughs> as far as all the improvements they've already made that it seems like they would, yeah. the the improvements to go forward from there are fairly modest. And if they do, you know, I think Guy was making the point that, you know, they won't, they wouldn't like advertise it as such. I, I, I hate to disagree with my estimable colleague from the North, but um, in the same way that the the watch is rated, right? Like they'd have to get it rated to a certain, you know, water resistance or waterproof rating, right? So they have to well i i if they're going to advertise <laughs> it as such yes right i mean they wouldn't right. be like oh right. yeah it's water yeah. resistant it's, it's to water, like some trust amount. Us. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um but like i mean the watch is rated for i think like an hour no 30 minutes to a meter down or something like that and it may overperform but that's like the best that it's rated for right um i don't I mean, aside from the biggest problem is going to be that if you, for whatever reason, wanted to use it, say, underwater, which might still not be a great idea, um, the touchscreen really won't work. But yeah. that said, forced touch actually might. I'm not sure because, like, the touch sensor and the pressure sensors are different, uh-huh. so... That would be interesting. Yeah. So I just just force touch your
2: phone in the
0: water. Yeah, well, I so mean, if, What are you yeah. going to do? What are you using this underwater right, for? If not do? to take pictures, which you can do with physical buttons, any anyway. well, for me, phone calls. Right. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, jeez Lex, I can barely hear you. Sound like you're underwater. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's I'm like just a, going through a tunnel underwater. You know, uh, Alexa's life is like an episode of Get Smart. <laughs> 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 just to just to add to uh, the the touch screeny thing, uh, the the stupid thing that I did was tried to force touch on my iPad. Mm, I do that a lot. Yeah, which um, you're not doing it's that. On kind your... of annoying. Kind of annoying now because you know I have you know and it was in Tweetbot it, because now Tweetbot has those actions on the phone. But of course, does not have them on the iPad because the iPad doesn't do force touch or 3D touch. When, when you start force um,
0: touching your MacBook screen, then you know you've really lost. Yeah, it. But, <laughs> no, that's that's yeah, that's a bridge too far. Um, <laughs> well, okay, it's, actually, this raises so a question. It's kind, for me.
1: So it's kind of annoying. I mean, really, that they don't that there's no parity between those two things. Do
0: you? So you clearly find yourself using force touch enough on your phone that it's really changed your behavior. Uh, yeah, mostly in Tweetbot. This is interesting to me because I've I've not had this experience. I have to feel I still feel like I have to remind myself it's there a lot of times. And the biggest problem uh I ran into was trying to do something recently where I was tapping and holding on an image in safari to bring up a contextual (laughs) menu and it kept popping into like like finding the right amount to tap and press and hold so that it wasn't going into 3d touch super annoying well and that and
1: that is also a problem the other way around (laughs) because when i'm in tweetbot and i want to see often what happens is you'll see like someone is replying to Mm -hmm. a thread Mm -hmm. And you don't see the, the previous, the previous. The previous yeah. So what they're replying to, um, because the person they're replying to was talking to somebody that you don't follow, but you follow anyway. Um, oh, so you're so forced you, touching for that instead of swiping So for forced, forced, yeah, I'm forced twa- touching just to see, cause it's a little bit faster just to see like what, okay, what are they responding to? Um, but then the problem, it's not faster when it brings up the, <laughs> the share sheet or whatever. <laughs> you're like what, what do you want to do with this, with this tweet? No, I actually just want to see the conversation interesting okay i
0: i had not used that in Tweetbot. I'm i'm testing it now as we talk and i'm i could see why that would be compelling yeah um but i forget ah. to use it in a lot of places where you know i think it might actually be useful i just forget it's there boy yeah this, the like I,
2: conversations is really good john i hadn't even been using it for that but now i'm going
0: yeah yeah um
1: yeah i haven't gotten to the point where i use it like in springboard
2: yeah, I, I use it in Springboard for fun. Like, if I'm bored, I'm like, hey, I wonder which apps yeah. finally support points. Yeah, everybody's
1: right, just, like, <laughs> sitting around, like, in a doctor's oh, wow. office. Like...
2: Dan, USAA app lets you go directly to deposit at mobile with a Force Touch now, or a 3D Touch. Ooh.
1: Ooh. So oh, that that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's stuff.
0: All right. Oh, my bank. Uh, well, I did see that. Um, Does my bank do that? <laughs> no. Wow, wow. I did see no, that in. Nothing. I think Mac Rumors had a rundown of some of the other new stuff in iOS 9.3, uh, and I think Settings now finally has 3D Touch, so you can jump straight to Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, which is actually great. I really, <laughs> really want that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Dumb as it uh, seems, you'll be happy to know you'll be happy to know that Shooty Skies actually has
2: one. <laughs> oh well, that is good.
1: It shows. I think it's showing like the top score from all your. All your game center <laughs> friends. I think that's what it shows. Guys, showing. the Canary app has very, very weird, weird touch. Indeed, it does. <laughs> Which would be but useful if I understand. had more I than one. Yet. Yeah, don't uh, talk about them because sorry, <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> Alexa does not. This is fun. But now Listen. it's
2: listening to you. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see where 3D touch goes because it it does feel like a feature I have to remind myself is there, and like you know you can do it in iMessage. Um, uh, and you can you you get the watch suggestion replies if you force touch an iMessage which is cool. So if you uh, you for three D touch on a conversation, I'm doing it on our rebound chat right now. And if I swipe up, it gives me possible uh, replies to use, and you can send those. So that's neat. But I just it never feels faster than just replying by typing. Yeah. So I don't know. I just never use it. That's my point.
1: Well, get on that. Okay. <laughs> Change your behavior. I'm working on it. It's just like the, the apps that I... Eh, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like Slack does nothing. Slack does nothing, which it probably... I'm not even sure if Slack ever will. Well, I guess the iOS app is actually native, isn't it?
2: Right. The Slack iOS app is wonderful on the multitasking side. Like yes. if you use it side by side, you really can use it side by side. So I kind of live there all day.
0: Yeah. Someone should answer their phone. <laughs>
2: I, there's so many iPads in my office right now. I don't even, and like the the iPad Pro. So
0: many iPads.
2: The iPad Pro <laughs> doesn't have a mute switch, so it's like I, I, I don't want to swipe up to control so It's thing. so
1: hard being Lex, isn't it? God, what difficult. a
2: pain! All right, hang on. I'm muting it. There, I muted it. Buried, buried under a
1: mountain of free technology. <laughs> there's listen.
2: There's iPads everywhere. What do you want to do?
1: Are they proliferating as we speak? They're breeding. Yeah. yeah. They're, that they're like cool, horseshoe. They're like horseshoe crabs. They just Wait, crawl are. You saying some people short... pay
2: for their iPads? Is that what
1: happened? <laughs> <is? laughs> what a jerk! <laughs> Bleep, bloop bloop. <laughs>
2: What the hell else is making noise against the (laughs) iPad (laughs) men?